0: The Tuffle Commute, Season 8, Episode 3, in which Sean, myself, and producer James go all meta and have a conversation about conversation. Let's get started.
1: About. Oh, that would be wonderful.
0: What's this conversation here? Uh, it's uh, football. You can talk about the Steelers-Bears game Saturday, or you could uh, reminisce about really great World Series. Oh, no, no. What is this one here? Ah, uh, That's philosophy. Is that a sport? Uh, no, it's more of an attempt to uh, construct a viable hypothesis to uh, explain the meaning of life.
2: Oh, that sounds wonderful.
0: Hello, Sean. How's it going? Hi, Lindsay. How you doing? I you... gotta say, I love that clip that we started with. One of my favorites, classic Monty Python. Yeah, you are a bit of a Monty
2: Python fan, aren't you? You, you always. Uh, yeah, give
0: yeah, and I, I can't remember where that clip exactly came from. You were the one that found me that clip. Uh, it's that, uh, it's that the from movie? the from
2: the Meaning of Life. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm, the, one, one of of all the films, it's the one I probably like the least, but I do ooh. like that sketch.
0: Yeah, it's a great sketch. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to the Tuffle Commute. We are your hosts. My name is Lindsay. And I'm Sean. And it's a podcast for language teachers that's not about language teaching, but the topic always seems to come up. And today we're talking a topic which is very popular with language teachers, isn't it, Sean? It is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Conversation. It's amazing how many pages there are on the internet dedicated to conversation. Yeah. What did you, you told me what? Three, 3 million hits. Yeah. If I just on... have a simple Google search of uh, conversation plus ELT. It's not just 3 million hits, 3 million websites that give that, that are kind of entitled how to have a conversation in ELT or conversation starters in ELT or 57 things to talk about in the ELT classroom. So it's, a, it's obviously something that is, uh, Is, is popular with VLT teachers and, uh, I guess. That's because we do a lot of talking in class. Well, not we per se, but do a lot of talking in class. Um, yeah, it but... certainly
0: seems the popular thing to to learn about. When I think of all like in English language teaching, think of all the the collocations with conversations. It was like um, for for in, in E L T sort of like those conversation classes, conversation starters, conversation gambits.
2: I was just true. yeah, um, uh, conversation. Uh, the books called Conversation. In fact, I'm looking at yeah. a book called Conversation now, which leads me to my question, uh, Lindsay: What is conversation? See you've researched this and I haven't. So I'm
0: going to take a just a blind step. I'm going to say conversation is a speech act. I'm going to, Oh, do I start go all linguistically? A speech act between two or more people which involve exchange of ideas and or information with
2: active listening on both sides. Oh, I love it. Yeah, tell you what, you should yeah, you should take a writing materials, mate. That, that's <laughs>
0: All right, all right but I've, I've probably missed out some things
2: when you start analyzing i was i actually found conversation and speaking to be one of the one of the things when I, when I was uh when you're doing teacher training courses to be quite interesting what bizarre i mean if you want to get all teacher training i love like grise's maxims and stuff like that there's something for yes. people to look up but um i was going to go perhaps less deep than that it, it, is conversation small talk or is small talk conversation for example are they the same thing no well no i think
0: Small talk is a subset of conversation. Okay. But what about like your very big talks, which are also conversations? You know, talking for someone, you know, about serious issues or something like that. Those yeah. Like small talk.
2: It's interesting because, because obviously, uh, uh, the one is conversation. Lois Nalasco say uh, conversation means any spoken encounter or interaction Whereas, uh, oh, it's Scott actually uh, in in *Seeds for Conversation* on his blog that kind of makes uh, or discusses a difference between the small talk, the tra- different transactions, interactions, uh, and conversation could be part of those or all of those, but conversation-driven, which is what our classes tend to be sometimes, yeah. is is something entirely different and then if you start looking at the work of jack richards uh, and you can see that uh, on uh, on an AUP blog and i'll put that down in the uh, on the link he says conversation involves more like what you said initiating a topic selecting vocabulary giving feedback having a validative com- uh, comments taking turns asking for clarification using discourse well i would go with one of those latter ones because the first one like is any kind of active speaking
0: or interaction between two people. If I go to a shop and I ask the shop assistant for like sizes and different colors for things and the price, and we even have quite a, like, you know, two or three minute talk about that, I wouldn't say I had a conversation with them.
2: No, I just think it's interesting that, and I, and I think for me, it, account, it kind of uh, accounts for why we spend so much time, uh, excuse the pun, talking about it as teachers, because it is, yeah. you know, it, it, it conversation becomes kind of a casual topic. I think that you know everybody think i think thinks conversation is kind of an easy thing but yeah um it's not because it is actually so in, involved but we'll probably get into that more as we go go through the the podcast but uh yeah it, it interests me i think um yeah
0: uh, and like- i think one of the first things when we're when we're teaching conversation skills or when i think about well let's actually go bigger i think one of the things that make an English teacher, a good English teacher is that often they are people who are good at managing conversations, even outside the language classroom. So like a good English teacher who who is good at getting students to talk will also tend to be someone who's probably not too bad to have around the table at a at a dinner party. Not always, but someone who is able to, you know, get other people talking. And that's why I'm thinking so much of conversation is about listening, isn't it?
2: Mm. that's interesting I'm thinking I was thinking about myself because I actually don't I'm not a great conversationalist but I I mean in class I I could start a conversation I would say I'm a good listener but I don't like being a I'm just wondering if that, how true what you just said uh, is. Ah, well, uh,
0: maybe maybe it isn't true. Okay, well, that was based on absolutely no research. It was just my gut. It was my gut. F- it was my gut feeling.
2: Ah, oh, okay. That was that
0: was a, that was a research according to Lindsay. <laughs> Re- exactly. Yes, it was my gut feeling though that if if you were if you were. Um, good at getting students to talk about things, and you were also good at listening to students. You'd be a good listener and talker to other people. So you're also, maybe uh, tell you if just I, check, I unpack check that at the door. Sorry,
2: if I, if I unpack that, though, that you're suggesting that to be a good speaker, conversationalist, you need to be a good listener. So therefore, and, and I think actually that highlights something in the in the in the classroom. You, that you get this idea that people, I think students are very good at this, they say, yeah, I just want to learn how to speak. And you, go, you want to learn how to listen as well? No, I'm here to learn how to speak. But listening and speaking yeah. kind of go hand in hand in order to be. I mean, and there know. are all
0: those other skills that we talk about when we're talking about listening as part of conversation. We often have to teach students the correct, um, I think the technical term is back channeling in, in, in spoken interaction. So sort of the students will be giving signals that you're listening. So sort of echoing things back. So, so you, uh, so the other day I was in, um, you know, I was at McDonald's. McDonald's, really? Which one? Or something like uh, that? Or also, you know, the noises. Uh huh. Uh oh. No. Oh, really? Uh. Um, um, Sort (laughs) of saying yes at the right time, the the right rising intonation, asking questions, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, often we evaluate students on on as part of that on exams, like on the uh, think of exams where two people have to have a conversation together. Uh, isn't part of the evalu- like I always used to train students who were doing the first or the Cambridge advanced in your conversation with your partner make sure you help them along you will score points if you're yeah. like mm, yeah that's no, a good point but or oh I'm not so sure about what you said there or oh really um mm, uh-huh okay yes
2: I was and it's interesting I like I got, I think you're, you're absolutely right Right, exams I quite like also you can you can have fun just taking those words and I mean if you uh, if you like teaching kind of if you like teaching Intonation, pronunciation, those kind of things. Taking the word really and seeing how many different ways you can say it as a back channel. You know, like showing interest or surprise or um, kind of almost like sarcasm. You're know, really setting in in many different ways, um, and that's quite good for it as well. It's interesting um, how my mind works, but okay. to me, as soon as I see the word back channel in, I actually think of online means. You know, and the fact that I take pl- place in so many online kind of conversations that the uh, you know the back channel is because I got in so many webinars. You've got the webinar going on and then the back channel is like the chat box you know so like for me back channeling means something else yeah
0: so that's the kind of a, yeah that was happening almost behind your back the channel yeah, is yeah, happening yeah, behind yeah. your it's, back it's as you were funny. as you were speaking right so let's I mean maybe we could. maybe it's time for another little break or a little guest appearance but not from our our main guests but uh we had found an interesting clip on how to have a good conversation didn't we where was that clip from
2: some um, from oceans 11 the uh, the the heist movie there is a, a nice clip where rusty here explains how to have a good conversation okay i ask you a question you have to think of the answer where do you look
0: no good you look down they know you're lying and up they know you don't know the truth Don't use seven words when four will do. Don't shift your weight. Look always at your mark, but don't stare. Be specific, but not memorable. Be funny, but don't make him laugh. He's got to like you and then forget you the moment you've left his sight.
2: So keep keep eye contact. Don't look the don't look the wrong way. Uh, make sure you show a bit of humour. They're all they're all yep. uh, all. I think. I mean, it's obviously from the movie, but actually, I think there's a lot of sense in in what he's saying. That
0: I think there is a lot of sense in those things. And again, it comes back to what we were saying about the sort of the conversation is also part of part of listening as well. Yeah. That's how to have a good conversation. What about, what if, what if we flip this on its head? What, what would you say would be things on how people, like, you know, I, I love those activities where it's like give the negative advice, like, all of these ways are to how to have a terrible conversation.
2: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll default to uh, I'll default to the internet as I often do. Uh, I, won't okay. quote, I won't quote. I won't quote the title of the article; it's a bit rude, I might have to put an explicit warning on the podcast. But right, uh, right. it's from the, the from the website, the Daily Mash, and, and they give some advice on how to ruin a conversation. <laughs>
0: how to um, ruin a conversation yeah how to ruin a okay.
2: conversation and i think uh, like the first thing about it the first thing is like talk about something achingly dull
0: <laughs> well that's true let's hope that we haven't been doing this for the past 15 minutes by the way something achingly dull like oh,
2: well, no, the um, last 15 minutes or the or the last the last eight, eight seasons <laughs>
0: yes that's that's true as well yeah but i think we all that would all that would all make sense we all know someone who we all know that person right who's who just, like, starts talking about something really, really boring. Yeah,
2: okay. gu- gu- guarantee to uh, – uh, they also say guarantee to ruin a conversation. Get uh, Start showing something on your phone, you know, like a picture or so, because you know that you guarantee <sighs> the moment you start showing something on, on your phone, you'll start a chain reaction of people that's, getting their that's phone That's true, out.
0: actually. That's a good little bit of advice. That is – yes, that does sense. Of, like – hold on, I'll just show you here. Like, you're explaining something, like, especially if you, if you don't have it right to hand. So if it's, like, a photo – If you were, if I was talking to you, we were having a conversation about my kids and I'm like, I'm like, well, here's a photo that, that might be okay. But I think it's when you go on your phone, you also have to look it up. You're like, Oh, well, I'll just, I'll just, let me just check that. And then it's like, you're, you're, you're dug into the phone. Yeah, that would be it. That's a conversation killer uh, okay uh
2: don't bring everyone down <laughs> which is sort of one of so in other words if this is a light-hearted conversation uh but then and, and i'll quote them a purpose of nothing a of nothing you bring up something like the last time you were burgled or your aunt's recent cancer scare you're going to bring the conversation down and end the conversation and on yes. a similar on a similar note to that the uh the, the idea of excluding people uh by bringing up something uh which is perhaps a more esoteric topic but that could be a topic that, that they're not interested in, not necessarily, uh, you know, something, uh, to, um, too difficult to comprehend, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think- so, if,
0: like, if you and I are having a conversation with a third person who's not a part of ELT at all, and all of a sudden I sort of like managed to wrangle into the conversation. So, Sean, what do you think is better as a teacher training outfit these days, Trinity or Cambridge? Yeah, yeah. how does that relate to whatever? Then the other person will be like,
2: uh, 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 mind you, I think I think that probably falls on our uh, on our, a lot of our Skype conversations when we're if people actually just listen to us talking about games and the things we're playing and stuff." That's true. I think That's we'd probably true. exclude Quite a lot, a lot of pe- lot of people, but it's quite interesting, and the article is very interesting. So we'll make sure we uh, share the link. Yes, should we have a little uh, little break and then come back and actually look at conversation classes?
0: Well, yeah, I th- I think that's a good idea because I think we're slowly working our way towards the main part of what we want to have this conversation about, which is the ubiquity of conversation classes, and um, ideas for conversation classes. So let's take a little break and come back. <laughs> all right we're back again this is the Tuffle commute um and uh we are now joined in our whatever our virtual studio is that what we would call it sean
2: yeah i would guess so yeah
0: our virtual studio our virtual studio space we're joined by none other than producer james hi james
1: hi guys hello it's good to be you know we always joke whenever i'm on the show that like i've been allowed to come on the program and so on but Yeah, it's
2: kind of happened quite a lot recently, hasn't it? So I can't really... That
0: that we've taken you out of the box. Yeah.
2: I don't know what's the matter with us. Is it... I don't know. Yeah, why do do we keep Larry James on the actual show? Has it happened a lot? Season eight? How many times? Yeah, yeah, it was on at the beginning. It was, yeah. I I wasn't on that... At the beginning, I
1: wasn't on that often. And then last (laughs) episode, I was doing the Jargon Buster. You can normally hear me doing adverts and things and... All right,
2: I, 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 I predict that my season ten will have been jettisoned, Lindsay. It'll just be the James show. That's what I think is going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> Wonderful. All according to plan. Well, anyway, James, we're, welcome uh, into the into our virtual studio space. Thank you. We actually wanted to get you in here because uh this this episode, as you know, you've been listening, Uh is a conversation about conversation. Indeed. And we've talked about like what conversations means, um, touched on conversation, the importance of listening, on what makes a bad conversation, what makes a good conversation. But really what we wanted to get to were conversation classes. Because you, you have quite a bit of experience with conversation classes. I expect many of us have had some experience with conversation classes. But you've been recently, you've just recently written a book about conversation classes. But before we get to that, why don't you tell us what, what you think makes a good conversation class?
1: Well, I think there's, there's a lot to that. I think one of the things that I've realized is that there are different types of conversation class. right? So okay. I think I'm going to say there are three types of conversation class. Oh good, I love typologies. Oh, nice. Let's let's one right. is where it is that's the purpose of the lesson. Where if it is even really a lesson. It's not really a lesson. It's just like okay, you want to practice your English, come here, talk to me let's, and we'll have a conversation. Chat.
0: That's it. Yeah. Right? Is that is that like the conversation class that sometimes takes place in a cafe or or like a like th- th- that kind of a thing, exactly. As
1: well. Yeah, or maybe a school does them because they're for the people who've finished all the regular lessons and they still want to practice their English, so they come and have you know conversation lessons.
2: I used to dread getting those kind of lessons, those classes, though. Yeah, you know, you know, I like I like syllabus. <laughs> I like. Uh,
0: <laughs> so that's the first one. It's the classes conversation.
2: That's the first one. Okay,
1: the second type of conversation lesson is one where it is primarily conversation but it is structured there are learning opportunities the the teacher might actually go put some stuff on the board give some practice activities to do for homework and stuff so you know i don't it's not just chatting it's, it's it is actually
0: like a lesson so the second one if is like the the conversation is the main course but there are there are starters there's there's something afterwards there's like
1: yeah so so that the teacher might say you know they might talk and then in the last 10 minutes the teacher might say okay i've noticed that you get confused with too much too many and a lot of
0: okay you know?
1: so i just want to do a bit of explanation of that and show you how they're used and i'll send you oh, a is, this, is this the dogma
0: do. class where it's focused on emergent language section after conversation
1: well, now i don't even know if it's that much of a lesson but it, it depends on how okay. how the teacher does it i have seen uh, presentations by people about conversation lessons and it seemed like a very like a a real lesson to me you know all right okay number three uh is the the kind of lesson where especially in one-to-one where you're teaching the student and basically the student doesn't really want to have a lesson they just want to have a chat so as a teacher you might be thinking Oh, okay. I should be. They should be really working with this. You might even bring uh, like a lesson plan and materials to the lesson, and then in class the, the students like they hijack, they hijack with you, yeah, they, they hijack like it, it. Yeah. 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 And you might. I've. I mean, I still have that experience with people. A, a while, I'd like to teach them a bit more, but especially with one to one. At the end of the day, you
0: know,
1: you know, it's up to them if they're an adult you know if that's what if they're like your client you know if if they're your client then what are you going to do you can't force them this kind of reminds
0: me also we did have an episode a few seasons ago on teacher or therapist didn't we sean so that's exactly it yes yeah that's exactly it
2: i would i would and i know it's not a conversation class per se but there's also a conversation within an uh uh um, conversation within um, i want to say regular class within within a Within an ordinary class, I would add as a fourth category. Well, I would say that's not <laughs> necessarily
1: a conversation class, though, is it? It's just like because mo- I mean, mo- most the, the up-to-date methodology that a lot of people would be using would be conversation-led, right? That's like yeah. where communicative language teaching is at, right? So, so I would say there's always that role for conversation in 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 a in a kind of decent contemporary lesson.
0: Or, or I think maybe what Sean's getting at is your is your type three, where the whole class ends up in a conversation they kind of derail it almost as a group it doesn't happen that often but it can happen where everyone wants to start talking about whatever something big has happened in the news and everyone just wants to talk about that
1: yeah i think those lessons those class those kind of classes are easier to manage if you're a teacher it's easier to get it back on track because maybe yeah. not everyone's getting involved and and you can say you know look come on guys we've got this to do but whereas with the one-to-one you know it's like it's their class i mean what can you do you know
0: let me so let me just take a sideways step then um one thing that i always notice w- observing teachers that i think is 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 not great conversation class practice is a sort of very vague unspecified conversation tasks and i remember i was guilty of this as a beginning teacher as well it's like okay guys so um so what do you all think about capital punishment can you just have a little conversation in pairs about oh. it <laughs> 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 yeah but there would be that and the number of times i see that where like you know you know the this is usually more an inexperienced teacher um and i'm like you know i i would say nine times out of ten that is just going to fail if it the time it will succeed is because the students will be able to do it themselves and may not even be talking about that but um you know so more structure or more guidance or better questions you know um you know, everyone talking, talking pairs. Do you like driving long distances? I mean, a, a yes no question <laughs> is also a no no a lot of the time, yes. or like, you know. Yeah.
2: Uh, that does. I think I might have said this before. In we got to the point where I forgot what we said in other seasons. But my, yeah, there is a question in a course book about getting to Paris and talk about the last time you traveled in a van. Which I always feel <laughs> it's is a, a classic. <laughs> yeah, the question. last time you traveled in a van. But even then, that is
0: slightly better than it is. Um, did you, did you travel in a van over the last year? Have a conversation? Yeah, well, yeah. no. We're done. Well, but okay. also, it would depend on the
1: stage of the lesson as well, right? If it was just the sort of put out there as like a kind of random... In, you know like random question to see if anyone can answer it and you never know
2: what you're going to get yeah. um, then i think it could work but- Well, but i think part of that is the fact that uh, often the conversation those kind of questions are often wrapped we are getting very teachery yeah. here are not we the conversation, conversation in this sense that that conversation those kind of questions like capital punishment question or even the van question lorry question are often and i think this ties into what Lindsay just said they're often used as the kind of the warmer to a text yeah, yeah. you know yeah. The, 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 they're supposed to uh, activate the Schemata or whatever so i said so they're not actually dealt with properly because they're only seen by their pretexts you know their as, pretext. As the yeah as the pre the pre-activity whereas they could, could perhaps be mined with better setup for uh, for conversation uh, so i think you know that that's perhaps why okay yeah but, and i
1: think the part of it is the dynamic you have w- with your with your students right in that group so if you have a you know the right kind of relationship. With them, then that you might know that they're the kind of group that can take a random question like that and run with it. You know, uh, it just depends on how willing they are, how much imagination they, are, they have. And-
0: As Sean said, we have suddenly veered really hard into teaching and i'm going to suggest that we come out of teaching a bit and cuz one of the things we wanted to do on this episode was something that i've often wanted to do all these kind of all these uh conversation questions or conversation prompts uh, sometimes i find a good way to test them out is to do them with people who aren't teachers or do them yourselves are they possible to have conversation can i have an interesting beginning of a conversation with that and i think that's also why we wanted to get to, uh, to james cuz james's new book is precisely what a, a thousand ideas on starting conversations is that what it is a thousand and one actually a thousand and one yes so um
1: yeah but but the, the, but the one is hey, how are you
2: today Isn't no it? no
1: no the, the thousand and one <laughs> it, well let me let, let, let me tell you that the thousand and one is actually the question how was your weekend because oh, because that's okay. the name of the book. The book is called uh, "How Was Your Weekend? 1001 Discussion Questions You Can Use with Your e- EFL or ESL Learners," and um, the idea of it is basically that uh, that question, "How was your weekend?" It's so pervasive, right? It's like. Uh, it's like we as English teachers, we have this kind of weird obsession with our students' weekends, right? We're like desperately want to know. Like as soon as they walk in through the, like they walk over the the, the threshold of the classroom on a Monday or Tuesday and we're like, how was your weekend? Like we're just like desperate to know. And
0: uh,
1: and so I I started to think, well, this is kind of weird, isn't it? Like think of all the other things we could be talking about. Um, And... Uh, I just got a bit bored of like asking that question to my students all the time. How was your weekend? How was your weekend? So I I thought, well, wouldn't it be good if I had like this uh, big list of questions of completely different types, and then instead of saying asking that question, I could just ask the student, you know, pick a number, and whatever random question came up, uh, we could talk about that instead. So so then that idea, I thought, well, that would make that would make a nice ebook that the. teacher could have handily like on their phone or uh on an ipad in their classroom and then they could just kick off the class like that so that was the concept behind it was that question 1001 how was your weekend
0: and then you and then but then you had to come up with the other 1000 questions
1: (laughs) yes i did yes all right uh, you hear that sound in my voice that's the sound of someone who had to come up with the idea of a thousand questions it's uh
0: (laughs) It's quite a task. Uh, indeed, uh, indeed, it is. So, I, 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 yeah. I thought we were going to. What, were you going to throw some of these questions at us and put us in the position of students, or what well, ex- was what was your if, idea here?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, what I think, what I thought I'd do is exactly like uh, I would do with my, I have done with my students, which is I'd, I'll ask you to pick a number between one and a thousand because you already know what a thousand and one is, okay. and uh, I'll ask you that question, and. Um, and then, because we're not in a classroom, uh, maybe if you, you could—you're not going to correct
0: our grammar, or
1: <laughs> with this book, the idea was that um, it's mainly the idea is really to sort of use it at the beginning of lesson as a okay. as a warmer, you know, to just to get people going. So, of course, if people want to adapt it, like use it, uh, use the questions as I don't know, like IELTS speaking exam practice or something like this, mm-hmm. great. But the idea of it was. Um, just you know just the first five minutes of the lesson just to pe- get people up and running so uh, yeah you, you can choose a question and then uh, I'll limit I'll, I'll keep an eye on the time so I don't want you to speak more than 30 seconds okay to answer you answer the question okay. and there's a good way for the listeners to find out a bit more a bit more about you even after Uh-oh. eight seasons oh yes there's anything this left is, the per- <laughs> person- is there anything left okay so who wants to go first shine Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, all Perfect. right, I'll
1: go first. Right. Okay, so Lindsay, pick right. a number between the one number. and a
0: thousand. 666. Let's go. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I went right there. Okay.
1: 666. Okay, so let me find the question. This is the, n- okay. the number yeah. of
0: the beast question.
1: And the number of the beast. Okay, so this is from the transport section. Okay. Uh, the question is. Uh, have you ever ridden a horse?
2: I've <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Yes, I have, actually. Um, but I'm terribly allergic to horses, so I don't ride them anymore. But I, I have ridden a horse two or three times when I was young. Love, I, I really would have loved to be a horse rider um, or ride a horse, Um but then I I developed a terrible allergy, and now I can't even if I'm on the street and there are horses sort of down the street, you know, it's, uh, like tourist carriages or things like that. Yeah. I can automatically feel it kind of in the back of my throat, like wow. constricting, and my eyes start watering, and I'm like, there are horses around here, so I've become allergic. But yes, I have I have ridden a
1: horse. Wow. So if you're if you're downwind of a horse, you can you get a whiff. That, and no, then you're-
0: yeah, that's it, that's it. I, I can immediately right. sense it, and if I'm too close, then yeah, I really swell up so wow so that's not good so yeah great okay Sean what about you
2: uh I have uh not for about uh 30 years but yes uh not something I've commonly done but I have ridden a horse it's true uh
1: I have I have never ridden a horse so there you go um it's like it sounds
2: like a drinking game so who drinks (laughs) uh, we're not gonna Uh, go
0: into drinking games um (laughs) okay okay Sean your turn
1: 21 21 okay hold on right back to the beginning so no um, question uh, this is from the you section okay this is going to be an easy one for you okay uh, when was the last time you laughed
2: about 30 seconds ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. why, why was that <laughs> okay before, uh, probably, before some, probably something ridiculous that Lindsay said that made you okay laugh. what
1: about what about before you did the podcast
2: uh Oof, I probably last night. Yeah. Watching television. Oh, what were you what
1: yeah.
2: were you watching? Uh I actually I can't remember. So, was, but I, I often laugh watching television. What? what, what? It was probably, but I mean, so I don't think it was a laugh of uh, a laugh of hilarity. Yeah. Hilarity it was a laugh of incredi- incredulity. It was probably something that they they were said in Question Time last night. <laughs> oh, like so you sarcastic. weren't laughing
0: at yeah. you were you were laughing at, not with. with. Laugh, it was like a, it was like a United Nations with. laugh yes. to a certain world leader. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's going to date it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Good. Okay, that. Lindsay, What about you? All right. Well, last time I laughed. Um, Oh, I was laughing pretty hard the other night when, um, with a friend of mine, we were re, um, living old experiences with a group of friends that we used to sort of, um, uh, work with. So we were retelling old stories and that's, that was, that's always good for a laugh. Reminiscing about things, reminiscing about funny things or funny experiences often makes me laugh. So yes, that was a good laugh.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Lindsay, next one. Next one. Uh let's go to question um 192 please.
1: 192. So that is from the youth section. Wonderful. Okay. Yes. So, uh the question is when did you realize if indeed you have what you wanted to do with your life? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh oh man. yeah. asking this is going to go down great with a bunch of English teachers. Um, <laughs> when did I realize it? No, actually, in terms of English teaching, so let's divide that right, I because I, I would consider myself an English teacher longer than a writer. Yeah. Um, so I would say the English teaching was when I did my first class after doing like a certificate type thing. So I, I had my first class where we had to do kind of like some kind of vocabulary game, and I really enjoyed the students enjoyment of it so like they got really into it and i i got really into it um and it was one of those kind of moments that when you realize like wow i actually could do this i could see myself doing this and i really enjoy it so i think that was there was a, a very specific class that i remember thinking okay yeah I, i'd like to keep doing this um, a lot more, not just as a kind of pastime thing. I really enjoyed it. So nice, yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, sure. Sean, what about you?
2: Um, it's kind of similar. Um, in the sense that um, I didn't necessarily plan to be a teacher, but after teaching my first few classes, I really enjoyed it and kind of fell in it that way. I okay.
1: guess. Yeah, I had a similar thing where I think, as I, I I kind of did it out of necessity, and then afterwards after a while i was like i think i'm pretty good at this you know it felt right you know okay sean so uh which question would you like now
2: uh i think hmm, 959 okay i need a random number generator
1: it's funny you should say that because this is from the random section this is the these are the kind of questions that i came came up with towards the end when i started to go a little bit doolally um Okay, 959. Have you ever been woken up by something strange?
2: I I immediately want to say define strange. The worst thing ever that's woken me up was when I was a teacher in Greece. I was um, obviously asleep, and I could feel kind of something on my face, and when I woke up, I realized a massive cockroach was walking down my face. Ooh. Oh, no! <laughs> oh. 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 I thought you were going to say, like, woken
0: up by, like, an earthquake. That, or... oh, no, no, like, uh,
2: yeah.
0: You were uh, woken up by a, a cockroach on your face? Yeah. That's yeah. oh, that yeah, yeah, revolting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I can't sleep. Thanks, James. Um, <laughs> he chose it, not me.
1: Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay do, you, do you have an answer for that question? What's the strangest thing that woke me up?
0: Hmm. Let yeah. me think. Um. I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't been woken up by, like, a strange animal. I, I mean, it would probably be some kind of strange dream, like a really – but I can't think of it now. It was st- um, I haven't been woken up by an earthquake or rising water or, or a burglary or um, –
1: yeah. I think that's a, that that there is a really good demonstration of like how to how as a teacher you have to be with conversation lessons right because I asked that question to the same question to both of you and with Lindsay you're like oh I don't know and with Sean it's like I have a great storm it was a big reaction and you just don't know how it's going to yeah. go and and this is something I said about in uh, in the intro for the book was saying that when you ask a question I mean there, it may be that there's just Students have got nothing to say. And then, if that's the case, just move on. Yeah. Right. There's no, you're just like, OK, choose a different number. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, just,
2: well, yeah. I mean, that happens in real life anyway, doesn't it? I mean, you know, you you can't yeah, exactly. always come back with a, that, you know, I mean, conversation needs that turn taking aspect, but sometimes the second turn is quite short because uh, you simply can't say anything about, oh, that was interesting or it's never happened yeah. to me. And of yeah. course,
0: I think, um, the same question might totally flop with one
2: group and totally fly with another. Well, um, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true of quite a lot of things, isn't it?
1: So and, and I think the other thing that's uh, uh that I tried to do to model there as well was if you notice where I asked one question to Sean about what was funny and he was like, Well, there was something last night and I didn't just ask a question then run away from it. I kind of tried to follow that up by trying to You put me on the blade. Yeah, trying to yeah. extract <laughs> a bit more information yeah. from it. And if he hadn't said, oh, I think it was something on question time Then I would have just said something like, oh, but what makes you laugh in general? You know, just you don't just give up on the conversation necessarily, but you keep stimulating and trying to get something out of it. Because, of course, some of our students are not that always that forward, you know, uh, when in being asked a question.
0: And again, this is why I think a good skilled conversation class teacher should, if they put their mind to it, be a good skilled conversation type person, you know, to have around a dinner table, you know, that they will try to, I find myself bringing other people into the conversation sometimes, if I see that someone's dominating in a social situation, Mm. uh, kind of the teacher in me is like, well, and what did you think about this then? Or, oh, yeah, no, well, what is, um, I'd be really curious to see what you know. So and so has to say who who has it.
2: <laughs> so so you're you, so you finding yourself adopting an ELT yes. teacher role during a dinner party. In a way,
0: in a way, I have. I mean, I haven't been like, no, you. Everyone, put your hands up, or you know, <laughs> you, you, did, you, you didn't. You didn't put <laughs> people yeah, in pairs. You,
2: yes. Yeah. No. Do you make notes and give the feedback at <laughs> yeah. <in> the end? <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway well so you let's uh, why don't you tell us before we finish up here uh because i think we're coming to the end of our of our episode um where can we find uh your 1001 questions for elt teachers or the title and where we can find it
1: so the book is called how was your weekend 1001 discussion questions you can use with your uh, efl or esl learners uh it's available everywhere that i've could possibly make it so Amazon uh, Smashwords and all kinds of uh, places but the easiest thing to do is if you go to my website theteacherjames.com and go to the tab which says uh, uh, books I think it says books or, or book something like that uh, and all the information all the links are there so you can find fantastic. Out more. fantastic fantastic thank you very thank you very much for inviting me onto your show,
2: <laughs> you, yeah, you show He's <laughs> producing it um <laughs> i yes. look forward to we'll, 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 when he edits his show i wonder what bits he'll edit in and out yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't right, think we talk comes. enough about all so the th- other
0: things that we do so i'm glad that we were able to uh to do that. And uh, yeah, definitely recommend it. Teachers can never get enough conversation questions. So having another thousand and one in an easy electronic format seems to me like a win win situation. uh Sean.
2: Right. I, I'm personally, I'm a bit conversation down.
0: Yes. I'm wondering <laughs> if, if it's not time to have a little lie down after all of our conversations.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. A bit of recovery. And I, now I'm thinking about cockroaches again. I need to kind of go and distract myself. So, uh, I'll see you next time, eh,
0: Lindsay. All right. Thank you, everybody. And uh, you can find us at templecommute.com or at all the usual places. We are on um, uh, Facebook and Twitter to get information about new episodes. And you can listen to us. If you're not already listening already, you can listen to us on on Apple Podcasts. Uh, You can also listen to us on Spotify now, uh, as well as any other really great places where people find podcasts. Okay. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.
2: Bye. See you next time.
1: As your commute is coming to an end here's an idea you can take into class in this episode you heard lindsay sean and james that's me talk about conversation questions i have selected 10 questions from my book for you to use as a grab bag of conversation starters you can find these questions in the show notes at our website tevilcommute.com here's an idea on how to use them write each question On a long thin strip of paper then hold all the strips of paper in your hand students take turns drawing straws from your hand and answering the question then repeat the process with this time the student drawing the question and asking it to someone else you've been listening to the tefl commute an original podcast produced and presented by lindsay clanfield Sean Wilden and James Taylor. Don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your podcast player of choice and by visiting us at tevilcommute.com.